Yes, folks, it's Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, which means this must be... Billers, Billers, Billers of Franchising. Billers, Billers, Billers of Franchising. I'm Fred McMurray, and I'm here minus my co-host, Ray Pillar, but uh, also here with our favorite uh, Women's Planning co-host, Elizabeth Denham, the franchise woman. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Fred. Uh, lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to pick it up a notch with Ray gone. So, mm-hmm. Ray, um, you know, Ray's been on that epic pet, uh, trip through... Um, Americana to get to Phoenix and it's there and they pretty much shortened the whole event. So today was the last day and he's heading home instead of staying until April. So I don't get to see him in April in Phoenix. So, oh, well, the, about the only time Phoenix is tolerable is April. So no Ray today. He senses regrets. How are you doing? I am doing well. Um, basking in the sun down here, 80 degrees, sunshine. If I look out my window, I can see three of my kids in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. I mean, I always do it. See, we got to get you the better camera so that way you can use that as the, the default background. Yeah, there's actually three boys and a dog in the pool. <laughs> you know, what, what else are you going to do? You're stuck at home. <laughs> We're a dog friendly show. Yeah. <laughs> so today's topic is women in franchising in 2020. Um, sadly, probably subtitled the coronavirus, but appropriately named women in hats. Um, kudos to all of our guests <laughs> for up, up, uplifting the <laughs> tradition. Yes. So, Elizabeth, why don't you do the introductions and jump in? (laughs) I will. I will dive right in. Um, We've got Marietta Snetzinger. Um, You want to tell us where you are and what the weather is like where you are? Well, I certainly don't have a pool outside my door right now. I'm in (laughs) Canada. It's a little bit cooler. And it's not even sunny today. It was nice yesterday, but not today. But, uh, yeah. We're hunkering down. You're hot, yeah. We are yeah. too. And Princess, where are you? And what's the weather like where you are? Oh, um, I'm here in the Philippines, and it's definitely a very, very hot country. So <laughs> since we are on a lockdown right now, I have no choice but to stay at home and enjoy the water in my bathtub, <laughs> <laughs> wherever you can find it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Princess, let's start with you. You you are um, the franchisor of What's Your Flan, right? You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, What's Your Flan? It's it is a company that focuses on um, creme caramel or custard based desserts. So I started my company last November two thousand and sixteen. I started at home with with a uh, twenty dollars. Um, I only started a business with a $20 investment, and now I was able to grow my company into over 100 franchises nationwide. So that's basically how I started my company. Amazing. I can't wait to hear more about that. Marietta, you want to tell us a little bit about your Ascend franchise? 
could do yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> most franchisees that franchisors talk to. That gets a double thumbs up on Fred's scale. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been in the franchise space uh, for a few years, since 1995. And I've had my own consultancy, Sun Franchise Solutions, since uh, 2011. And uh, we help franchisors, emerging franchisors, or uh, franchisors that are probably kind of the baby stages or early stages where they're uh, putting into place their operational supports, their performance improvement metric plans, helping them coaching their operations teams, or even in some cases, coaching their franchisees, helping them get into place uh, the systems and the process they need to be happy, happy, profitable franchise systems. Great. Well, um, I think uh, the best place to start right now is, is we're surrounded by coronavirus. We're all stuck in our homes. The nice thing about technology is we can still talk and meet. Um, so why don't we talk about a little bit about um, how that's impacting you since you have such different roles, you're seeing it from different perspectives. Um, you know, from my point of view in, in magazine and, and marketing, it's about getting messages out. It's about staying positive. It's about supporting people and continuing to promote them, even though now might feel like a time where it's a little scary and we don't know what to do. Um, so that's kind of the tactic that we've been taking. We want to tell positive stories. Mm-hmm. Um, our issue is about giving back. So we're focusing on women who are giving back in other ways, but also now with the issue that's going on around us. So Marietta, you want to tell us what you've been seeing and what, how you're coping yeah. and reacting? You know, it's, it, like you said, it's really interesting times and still really early days. You know, uh, I've uh, definitely been in contact with my clients, just supporting them. And um, I tend to be a bit of an eternal optimist and that serves me well in these times. And, uh, you know, just holding some space for them and supporting them through, you know, so that they are able to show up and better support their franchisees during, you know, undoubtedly one of the most challenging times. Uh, I know that personally, I have introduced many of my uh, clients to technology like Zoom, and that's been helpful for them as they, you know, want to stay connected to their franchisees. And I think connection is key. And, you know, we're just going to get to have to get a little bit more creative about how we stay connected. But I think the important thing is that, you know, we're doing those check-ins, having those conversations, just being available and being a sounding board, you know, brainstorming about ways that we can, you know, um, turn lemons into lemonade. And, and um, that's kind of been my theme of, you know, what's the new lemonade? Right, right. It's hard to know sometimes, right? Yeah. And I don't know that I, I, I don't, we don't know, we definitely don't know all of yeah. it yet. But I do believe that the world is going to be forever changed as a result of this. And I have to believe there's going to be some wonderful innovations that come of it as a result, and ways for us to stay better connected to our franchisees. And, you know, help manage that ongoing relationship between franchisees and franchisors. Which, which brings me to you, Princess, um, from the franchisor perspective, what are, how are you coping? How are you communicating with your franchisees and what, what are you telling them to get them through this? Well, um, actually, if I may share, well, here in my country, all businesses, I believe, were affected. So we just had a total lockdown um, five days ago. So um, a few days ago, my company decided to just donate half of our inventory to our medical frontliners. And also half of our inventory was sold at cost. So that those, I, I had to communicate with all my franchises to just do the same. 
because you know um at least we are going to put our products into good use rather than throwing it away when it expires and uh good thing there is uh there is technology there is social media so i've i've been in in communication with all of them sending them encouraging words to just you know um stay positive that whatever happens you know there is a reason and i believe and you know it will be okay um whatever we lost during the situation will be given back in the i have to admit this is the first time that we have encountered such crisis that we had to stop everything that we do it's going to be a one month lockdown so we really have no choice but you know i am i'm telling all my franchise franchises to just pray and uh hopefully hopefully in two weeks time or maybe next week everything will be back in you know will be back in place because technically we really don't have we don't have a choice right now everything is stopped so right yeah. and so i just have you... to send I just have... yeah go yeah. ahead who did you say you were selling your you're donating your inventory to um to our medical frontliners okay the nurses, that's, the doc- that's amazing Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. What a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you are a leader in your, you can tell she's a leader just because you do, you think to do things like that. Oh, thank you for that. Mm. So that's one of the things that uh, we've been doing for the past few days, because since we cannot operate the businesses and we still have a lot of inventories in all our branches. So I told my franchise, if you can just donate, you know, a portion or half of your inventories to our militaries, to our doctors and nurses, then that would be nice, right? And then yeah. the rest of the product that we have, we'll just sell it at cost because there are there, there actually a few, very few restaurants and uh, coffee shops that are open. So might as well sell it at cost. We still get money at the end of the day. Yeah. So totally agree. Yeah, that's that's an amazing story, Fred. Fred, what do you have to ask? Uh, I love the at the end. After all, we still make money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love what you're doing, but God, I love that last part. <laughs> that makes a marketing man's heart go pity pat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's all I got for right now. <laughs> that's all you've got for right now. <laughs> that is too funny. All right, well, moving on, Fred, since you're flummoxed over there. Um, since since I'm a woman's magazine, um, what I want to do, and, and Princess, I'm definitely going to talk about your story on my social media because I, I think it's so important to highlight the good things that people are doing and the good things that are going to come out of it. And Marietta, we had a conversation on a conference call this morning that talked about innovations that come out of it and mm-hmm. don't deliver that don't historically deliver that now may deliver and generate new revenue streams that haven't existed for them before. So it may end up expanding the way that they can bring in money. So in terms of doing um, new and innovative things, do you, do you think this has prompted a creative flow? And I know Princess, you're in a lockdown, so it's a little bit different, but what kind of creative things are you all seeing? Um, I would say exactly what you just said. I uh, was uh, working with a client on Friday when all of this was really coming into being and we actually just cut off a call now. And and, and I'd asked him about um, his brand new client and, uh, you know, um, 
he hadn't really, he wasn't really in the, in the delivery space right now, hasn't, hadn't gone down that path and, you know, really was focused on more of an in, uh, an in-house uh, dining experience. And, um, you know, we had said on, on Friday, you know, really maybe you want to think about looking into kind of going down and exploring those. And since then he actually has started to uh, get that in uh, set up and in process. Um, you know, I, and, and funny enough, I, I find this strange. I actually had two new clients join me or commit on one on Thursday and one on Saturday. And I just thought, wow, like they are taking this opportunity and their food businesses two concepts. So, you know, those are real leaders and that they right now they're going to make the best of their time and want to get through the content that I'm um, teaching and sharing with them so they can get their business ready to franchise. They're taking advantage of this time and, ener and um, the energy that they have right now to actually work in their business and, um, and work on their business, getting it ready to, to go to the next level, to become a franchise. Right. Which is a great use of time right now. Mm -hmm. We're all a little downtime princess in terms of what you are seeing. Um, in, in creativity and innovation. And I know that um, I interviewed you for the magazine, which was a very fun article. Um, I know you're constantly coming up with new flavors and new options and new things like that. So is this a time where you're working on the creative flow of your business or have you done anything with online in terms of classes or, or building yourself up, your profile up more? Yes, um, definitely. Since I'm stuck first, since I am stuck at home, Mm -hmm. I, uh, well, I keep on uh, experimenting new flavors right now. I actually ended up making 10, I think, 10 for the past uh, past few days. So I'm very excited to introduce the new flavors and the new products. And also, I'm taking this opportunity for me to be able to um, help my franchisees by giving them extra knowledge that that they can use in the business and uh, we're trying to come up with a plan on what are we going to do once the lockdown you know and so we're, we're still doing you know we're still communicating with each other so that we're still in, in the same page for the mm -hmm. business I'm, I'm telling them to still post uh, post the products post the business still do the marketing because this is the best time to do that everybody's it is on social media, mm -hmm. right? Especially yeah. here in the Philippines, we are in a total <laughs> You got a 10 second applause there. You said the magic <laughs> word. <laughs> so I, I believe a lot of people are listening and watching right now. Right. Well, we have the, oh, in our country really have no choice but to stay at home. So what I am doing is, you know, uh, maximize my time, do what I can do, um, experiment new flavors that I can introduce next month, hopefully. And that's it. So, you know, innovation is very important in any business, especially in food businesses. So I really have to come up with something new, something unique. Because, you know, if I'm still going to do the same thing, uh, my, my customers will just get bored. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. So I, there's a couple of questions and, and um, uh, a, a comment. So my first question is, is I'm on the central coast of California. When can we get the um, new flavors delivered? I'm hoping mm -hmm. you're going to say something before the end of the show. 
I'm afraid you're not, but I'm hoping you will. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I, I have a, a relative there who's making the flans. Maybe I can send some to your office. <laughs> has, we'll get pictures and it'll go on from the Wow, that's an even better answer than I had hoped for. So um, as everyone keeps talking about opportunity, that's been kind of an ongoing uh, a ongoing to uh, topic in our office. Um, and I always come back to uh, Sun Tzu's, in chaos, there's opportunity. And there's a whole lot of comp uh, chaos going on from, well, you can see from my Instagram post, even the every store is getting emptied out so um to both of you um in all this chaos what's the unseen opportunity that you're you that surprises you most Ooh, difficult question <laughs> who wants to jump in Give me some time to think. <laughs> I, I think that uh, I think that it forces us to get a little more creative about how we deliver our services and our products to our customers. And how can we recreate that experience virtually? And what are the technologies that might be available to help us do that? Because I guarantee, I know there are going to be whole new industries and ways of doing business that are created as a result of this time. There, you know, there has to be. Again, as you said, the silver linings, what are they? The way that we market, you know, there, there's, there's going to, and I don't know what they are yet. I'm excited to see what they are and I'm excited to see how they evolve and, and what does come of it. But uh, I do know, you know, I think you're like the food, the delivery, the online experience is going to become even more relevant and maybe more accepted. I know that um, here in Canada, there are a number of chains that have um, and franchises that have, um, you know, food um, grocery shopping uh, concepts that um, have struggled with the home delivery. And I think they're going to get a lot of practice mm -hmm. around that and, and, you know, really be able to perfect that. And, and maybe it will become more of the norm. I think a lot of things will become the norm that maybe weren't before. And I, I, I don't know what they'll be exactly, but um, I'm kind of excited to see what will happen. Mm -hmm. Princess, what do you think? Hey. Yep. Well, um, I just see the situation as as an opportunity for me, yeah, for my products to create more, because um, since I, I'm only stuck at home, and I have the equipment and everything here, so uh, it's yeah, it's an opportunity that I see. Plus, the fact that I am operating at home, uh, actually, my my main commissary is located at my own house, so I still get to um sell through my neighbors uh unlike mm -hmm. the others you know other businesses they are in the malls they are um in a leased property of course they 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 cannot operate the business but somehow for for my business system and uh, i'm speaking for the rest of my franchises we still get to have uh, customers at this point of uh, i mean even if we're having or even if we're facing this kind of situation we still get to sell Mm -hmm. So that's one of the opportunity. Plus, 
it's also giving me more time, you know, to think on what I can do for the business better. And uh, I, I, I get to talk to many people right now to give me tips, to give me advices, since I have mentors. So they're also stuck at home. So we're having this free time to discuss what, what, can, what, what still I can do with my business. Especially I am planning to, to expand the business um, overseas. So I have this enough time to talk to a lot of people. And I'm seeing it as a huge opportunity during this kind of situation. So mm-hmm. that's all. Oh, we're coming back to that topic. <laughs> but first, a couple of commercials. want to <laughs> thank the Link Local Network for broadcasting our show. Uh, to the caller that dropped off the uh, listening, uh, 323-580-5755. That's 323-580-5755. You can visit uh, the Link Local Network and get the network community news. Uh, Mike Stewart's topic on how you can help your community during the crisis is great. And another great uh, uh, podcast from uh, Kurt, Chris, and Annie at Life Hurts, God Heals. Uh, that's linklocalnetwork.com. And you can fill out the form to become a community voice. If you're um, from all the people I see hanging around on the website, and it does appear to be a, a multinational crowd there, um, you can send your questions in and we will take them. And I actually do have one. Uh, but now a word from a sponsor. Hey, franchise owners. How's your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new movements to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who needed an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805 265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com That's 805-265-5440 or westvine with a y dot com uh, One quick note, uh, Michelle's actually been doing, seizing the uh, high ground on the virtual uh, meeting networking area, so great job Michelle. The Franchise, the franchise Woman, Woman is a bi-monthly digital, digital magazine that empowers women as they navigate the franchising industry by providing relevant news, tools, tools advice, advice, and inspiration. We are, we are a resource for women who are seeking to own their own businesses, improve their, improve their existing businesses, find creative, find creative solutions, and take, and take advantage of franchise opportunities. opportunities. We feature we women in the business who best exemplify our ideals and have something to teach our readers. In addition, in addition to our, to our exclusive articles, articles relating to the female entrepreneur, we also, we also feature brands that are geared for women. Women have, women have become the fastest growing sector in business ownership and have become a powerful, influenceable force fueling, fueling the economy. The franchise, the franchise woman will give you the news that is relevant, that is relevant to you to help, to help you navigate the path of successful franchise ownership. By women, by women, for women, for women and, about and about women. We are, we are the Franchise Woman. Join, Join us today at www.thefranchisewoman.com. 
and we're back. Elizabeth, our own the franchisewoman.com. You get to ask the next. Oh, sorry. No, I got a question. Yeah. I forgot. So happy to come back without uh, muddling the commercial set. I forgot. (laughs) All right. So, with today's state of the economy, isn't there less risk to move? Uh, a quarter million in in capital as a down payment into a small business investment uh, to build wealth. So in other words, is it a good good idea to buy a franchise right now? Forty mm-hmm. percent mm. <laughs> of our our listenership is is women, so you're talking um, to a sizable at least 10% of the audience out there, I don't believe own franchises. So Marietta, what do you think? Yeah, I, you know, there's always the, I've, I've been through a few recessions in my franchise uh, career. And, you know, I, I don't know, personally, I kind of always bet on me and I bet on my ability to actually execute, you know, as an entrepreneur, but if I'm a business person and I am, you know, tired of being downsized or, you know, that, that element, I mean, there's obviously risk on both sides, but um, it's such a, it's, it's a hard question. It, it, um, but I'm going to say that I want to be the master of my own destiny. I uh, actually had a great conversation with a colleague um, who's a franchisee in a franchise system right now. And um, you know, she said for her, you know, she is in business for herself. She actually has a dance studio. And she said, at times like this, having the franchisor support her and, you know, like the franchisor very quickly put an infrastructure in place that um, allowed her to still earn revenue and um, have a, a platform and a way of continuing to offer their services. You know, absolutely an innovation. And she said, I'm not sure if I would have been able to uh, pivot as quickly if I were in business for myself and, you know, of course, you know, there's always, again, it's, it's kind of two questions really is do I invest in a franchise or do I start my own business or do I stay in corporate? It's kind of three lanes, right? So, you know, if you're unhappy in corporate and you want to leave, which, you know, a lot of women are and want to leave and are exploring their options around that. Do I go and start my own business or do I, um, join a franchise that appeals to me. And, you know, for her, undoubtedly, you know, it was definitely the right place, the right opportunity. And right now, during probably one of the most challenging times, she's relying on the franchisor to help her. She has a tribe and a community of people who are in the same position as she is, and she gets to draw on the brain power of all and the collaboration of all to to be, you know, stronger at the end of this, possibly. So I would say yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a great answer. And Princess, this is not your first rodeo. Um, I don't know <laughs> if everyone knows this, but she had a few tries before she really hit franchising gold with what's your flaw. Yeah. And so you, you bet on you every single time you had a business that didn't work out. Would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say yes. Go for it. Um, if I may explain. Um, during this situation, it's not only the businesses that, that are affected, also the employment. However, when you are doing business, you have, you know, you have a lot of ways or plenty of ways to still, uh, that you can still earn money, right? That you can still earn, that you, that you can still get profit. So the difference only between um, 
having a franchise or having your own business, a franchise already has an existing system. And it will not be hard for that person to operate the business. Versus you, um, you want to, for example, me, if I wanted to put up my own business, it's going to be hard for me because I have to experience um, same mistakes uh, and so on and so forth. However, if you're going to have a franchise, there will be a franchisor and a support system that will be guiding you. So, example, here in our country, all the establishments, all the agencies and the BPOs or call center companies and so on are closed. And there are franchise businesses like um, bigger companies, big food companies that are still operating uh, because they have the delivery system, they, they can cater to the coffee shops, house to house, and so on. So to get franchising, it's okay, even on tough situations like this. So I'm sorry, I, I think my connection is not working well. Okay, can you still hear me clearly? Or yes, we can yeah. hear you, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I'll still go, go for a franchise even uh, if we're facing crisis like this. Eventually, it's not forever, right? So maybe a, a month or two, everything will be okay and i'm sure the government will support support the business especially the franchise businesses people are investing to so many franchise businesses right so i don't think they will let this businesses or franchise businesses you know fail so just go for it just look for a better franchise system that will help you that that you can get support from so that's what i can suggest Great answers from both of you. Fred, do you have any other uh, call-in or write-in questions? No. No. The first, that's, well, actually, uh, see, second part of it. Oh, sorry. Uh, give me a Someone second. Someone is calling in. Somebody is, uh, <laughs> one of our listeners, no, um, is, is, Enjoying the show is what that just basically told me. Oh, um, funny. <laughs> we go. Cut me slack. I've been looking at the other stupid question, dude. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the question is tends to be more about uh, leasing rates and financing on it. So I guess I would general, generalize it as the question is, um, what's the, your preferred way of financing a, a franchisee? Or should, in other words, somebody going out to buy a franchise, what's your, actually, I'll change it. What's your preferred um, way to franchise? Would you tell them to purchase it? And what's the weirdest way you've heard of it being franchised? Uh, now, that's a Fred question. Take that, dude. <laughs> that is a Fred. Oh, look, he's going to sit back and have his pop. Right? <laughs> yeah. As we kind of chew on that one. Yeah. <laughs> What are, He's done I'm, his job. What, now it's your turn. Yeah. Otherwise, it's what our listeners are engage with. So, <laughs> you know, it's it, doing it, great. It's, it's all good. Yeah, it's true though. You know, like there are opportunity. There will be opportunities for some, probably for some cheap money. Um, you know, as far as space goes, there will definitely be those who don't make it. And are there opportunities? for uh, brands to be acquired or to be, you know, consolidated. I definitely think there will be opportunity for that because not everyone will make it, unfortunately. And um, there may be some acquisitions that are a result of this time. And um, maybe it'll even be better for some brands or for some businesses because of 
those um, transitions. I could definitely see that uh, happening for sure. Um, you know, even, even um, you know, some brands choose to expand by um, taking, taking over existing and then rebranding to their brand. So I, can, I could definitely see there could be some opportunities there for, uh, for franchisors and, and future franchisees of those systems to take advantage of that. Obviously money is gonna be cheap, so, or will be cheap in all likelihood. So that could be helpful for those who are thinking of getting into a business. There may be incentives by the government to get people into business and to get the economy, keep the economy going. So there could be some opportunities that uh, come as a result of this. And with the way the markets are going, maybe people again will just choose to bet on themselves versus putting their money and their funds into those markets. Certainly a little volatile these days, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I learned that one the other last time. Princess, your thoughts? Uh, I'm, I'm actually not sure about it because our franchise fees are really relatively cheap. And uh, what, what can I say? Well, I, I just want to share how I, how I, um, I uh, what do you call that? The franchise, before we get, or before I hire a franchisees, they, I have to screen them. Because um, not, not because they have the money. I believe they are, you know, they are capable or they are competent to handle a business. So when, when they wanted to do the friends or when they wanted to do the business, I have to ask them first some questions. And uh, some of them, some of them, they can shell out money. Some of them don't. So I can offer them like in terms, like if they can pay it in three months time or through bank loans. Those are the two options that I normally give to those people who wanted to, you know, franchise my business through bank loans or terms. So that, that, that's it because I, I, I'm technically, my, my franchise system is technically different from the rest since our franchise business is operated at home. So there are no um, rental fees. There are no other overhead expenses. So there are no considerations like that. So that's it. Okay, so then I'll take another swing. Um, uh, we have the Philippines, we have Canada here. Where do you see uh, franchisors from either Canada or your own franchise in the Philippines? Where do you see your U.S. expansion plans um, by the end of a, a year, in, within the next year? I'm going to go to Princess on that one. Okay. Princess, you want to take that? You've had a lot of growth and expansion because your franchise is very young. You're in your, did you just celebrate three years, I think? Yes, three years. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> After 14 attempts. <laughs> yes. She had 14 businesses that didn't work out before she hit this one. And then in four years, you've expanded to, what did you say, 125 yes. units? Yes. Yes. So what are your plans for growth? since you, you're killing it right now. Oh yeah. Um, actually we have interested partners in the uh, franchisees, potential franchisees from the US, but I believe the system there, the franchise law is different. It's very strict. So I have to study that one yet, but we, are, we might start expanding in Asia first, like in Japan and uh, nearby countries. 
So from there, I'll see, you know, baby steps. I can, you know, I can go into something big without studying the market, without studying the law first. So hopefully by next year, we'll, we will start to expand in Japan and then next in Singapore. And uh, hopefully with the help of the IFA, since I know I am talking to some people from the IFA folks uh, for the law on franchising on what I, what I can possibly do, since I have like more than 20 people interested to open the business in USA, specifically in California. So hopefully maybe two years from now, at least two years from now, I can start expanding the business in US. And then I also have one one person from Germany who also want to bring the system, the entire business system in Germany. So I'm still in talks with them. But definitely next year, we'll be starting to expand the business in Japan first, Japan and Singapore. So hopefully, you know, uh, we can start early this year prepar uh, preparing for that. You, you got to talk to another one of our past guests, Harold Kestenbaum. Um, <laughs> he's the U.S. dude you need. <laughs> I'll introduce you. Continue on. <laughs> so let's, let's shift a little bit over into, into more specifically um, women. Uh, in terms of leadership and mentorship, our next issue is going to be about mentorship and women who are paying it forward. Um, and Princess, I know for sure that you do that. You recruit uh, franchisees and are able to help um, stay-at-home moms, disabled people. Um, I, I know you do overseas foreign workers as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you're able to help people who may not work in traditional settings get work? Yes. Um, first off, you know, um, I really love what I'm doing right now because it's not just about uh, it's it's definitely about being able to help a lot of people. You know, I, I feel like it wasn't a selfish act that I was able to help them through franchising. And, uh, you know, it's like they're also helping me. And then at the same time, I'm also helping them. So one beautiful thing about franchise in what's like, what's your plan? You make it easy. We make it easy for entrepreneurs um, to invest in a business that is already known as a good franchise. For example, here in our country, I am helping the unemployed people, the single moms, the single parents, um, the abused and repatriated overseas Filipino workers. Mm -hmm. We are also giving opportunities to the senior citizens, students, and people with disabilities, and so on. So since the, the system focuses on, on, on operating the business at home, these certain people can still make money even if they are, you know, even if they're at home, they can spend time with their families where they're where they are um, getting profit. You know, I, I even my father-in-law, he is actually 74 years old. And he's my franchisee in a location here in Metro Manila. And he's earning at least $1,000 a month. At 74, so, yeah. You know, um, yeah, and he's 74 years old. So he doesn't have to go out, literally go out and uh, mm -hmm. sell the products. So he's just at home. Um, I've created some social media accounts for him and I'm supporting him and that people are going to his place to buy the products and also we are targeting resellers so those resellers are some of the people from the lower classes 
So basically, we're helping different types of classes here in the Philippines. And recently, uh, I became a private partner of, of one of the government organizations here in our country that help those abused um, overseas Filipino workers, those people who are raped, you know, those people who, who were not, uh, not in a good condition when they worked abroad. So I'm one of those partners who are giving opportunities to them. So basically, it's a, it's a very rewarding feeling that not only I get to earn at the end of the day, I also get to help a lot of people not only here in my country, but also, you know, from other countries, because I believe some people are, are already trying to do what I do. And uh, that's a good thing about, about having this franchise business. So Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a good representation of, of, of women in leadership, because you're influencing yeah. all of those people toward that goal. Um, Marietta, in terms of what you do, franchise coaching and advising is, is basically giving to people by definition and helping people by definition. Yeah, I, I uh, see it as a way to help people create their legacy and take their brand to a new level so that they're able to offer the opportunity to men and women who want to grow their wealth or increase their wealth. And, um, you know, I, I believe very strongly in having a solid operational system and process in place before you go to market. Uh, that you have figured out what is your UFP at Ascend, we call it their UFP, their unique franchise proposition. Mm -hmm. What is it that you do uniquely and differently from other franchisors? Uh, you know, usually it's solving a problem of your industry or your business. You've figured out a way to do that. That's somewhat proprietary to your business. And, you know, there's so many of us and uh, especially women who've gotten really great business experience and they want to be able to take that experience and apply it to their own business. And, you know, again, create that legacy, be that example, and really take what they've known or, or, or uh, what they've learned by being in corporate or um, just in life and apply it to a business. And, and actually, women make really great franchisors and really great franchisees. So, um, I'm always drawn to uh, women-led franchise organizations. Maybe I'm a little bit biased, mm -hmm. but um, you know they tend to be uh, very collaborative, and and they really are interested in. Um, they see it from a more holistic approach, and and this is not um you know I don't I don't want to this is uh, this is women forward I guess um, thinking that they're more inclined to be collaborative and share information, share knowledge, and, and help create wealth opportunities for their franchisees. They're, they seem to be um, really open to that and to, you know, creating a better mousetrap, if you will. Mm -hmm. Have yeah, you seen I've, that as well? Do you, would you, have you noticed that? I mean, I know you've been in the space for a bit now, but. Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> oh, me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And I, I talk to a lot of women who reflect that opinion. Um, and I think that women are, are in the most cases, at least the ones I've talked to in franchising, are very pro-women. Um, every single person I've talked to when I first started the magazine offered to help. Who do you want to know? Who do you need an introduction to? Um, mm -hmm. That kind of thing. I think that is huge. And I think when you get a group of women doing that, thing, things can be exponential. Um, and, and I think that's a unique, you know, 
clearly not to say this exclusively for women who have that, but I do think it's a, it's a strong personality trait um, that women possess. Um, and I think tenacity and not giving up and, and knowing what you've got to do to provide for your family and, you know, mm -hmm. you're driven by so many emotional things, I think, that, that keep you moving forward. Yeah, I would agree with you on the collaboration piece, especially, you know, mm -hmm. we tend to want to kind of go shoulder to sh shoulder and move forward together. Mm -hmm. What can we all do? What, what are we both doing to kind of move this forward? And how can we do it better? Right. And Princess, in terms of what you see as a female franchisor, um, have you found that that's the case between you and your franchisees? And how? And my other question is, how do, how do you have the tenacity to try business 14 times? What about you specifically uh, made you keep going until you found the success? Because I think that's a remarkable testament to your fortitude. Yeah, uh, well... Well, to be to be honest with you, I really wanted to become successful in in a business. You know, as I've mentioned or as I've shared with you, my my husband is a very successful businessman of a of a four of a sixteen year old auto shop business. So every time I'm with him during meetings, I see him. I see him with a lot of connections. You know, I, I really look up to him. So I've been telling myself that I really want to become successful. I wanted to help people. I wanted to inspire people. So, yeah, the first attempt was was a failure. And then until it reached the 14th one. So since, you know, my husband, by the way, my husband told me that is it, oh, it's okay to fail because you only need to succeed once. So I've been, <laughs> it's been stuck in my head that, okay, it's okay to fail because I only need to succeed once. So every time I fail, I would still try another one. And then I fail again and I will still try again another one. But majority of the businesses that I did in the past uh, was all about food because that is my passion. I really love, I really love cooking. So I focus on that one. So eventually, you know, on the fifth attempt, I was able to succeed on that part. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't expect it, but it, it was, you know, it was a tough journey. And I, of course, it's a proud moment for me that I get to share it to different people to give them hope that, you know, I, I had 14 failed businesses. So why, why, why are you giving up on your first, on your first failure, right? So that, that specific um, journey that I had, you know, it gave inspiration. It gave hope to a lot of people. It, it gave them the strength to move forward, you know, rather than quitting on the first failure, rather than giving up on the second one. Uh, I, I somehow inspired people, especially women, to, you know, never give up. It's part of the process. It's part of the process. It's part of your success story. It's part of your success. Failing is part of your success. So mm -hmm. definitely... Uh, I, I really just want to be successful. So that being said, I, I never gave up. So at least on the 15th one, I did it. Right? <laughs> it's can a great just, story. <laughs> can I just add to that too? Because because what I would say, your franchisees, Princess, are going to be so much better served because of your past and because of your history and your learnings and your failures as you went, just made you stronger, more tenacious, a stronger sense of perseverance and that has got to be inspirational to them but you've kind of made the mistakes and they don't have to make them they're going to yeah. learn from the mistakes that you made and be more successful as a result of yeah. it i think it's a brilliant story and it, it's really part of probably why you are so successful now 
Oh, thank you. Th that is also the reason why um, every time we're going to have our monthly assessment, and for example, one of my franchises will tell me, uh, I don't have sales. There are no people buying from me. You know, I, I, I will just tell them, no, you have to do your 100% best. You're not doing your, your, your best on the business because you should be doing this and that. So that makes them, uh, that makes my franchisees, you know, um, more motivated because I'm giving them the positive, you know, the positivity on the side of the business that if I did it for 14 times, well, why can't you? Plus, I've already did the system with no room for mistakes. So why should you, you know, why should you fail? Why should you fail on this business? That's why I had this one successful because I already, you know, I already surpassed the mistakes and failures. So you shouldn't be giving me the reason that I don't get sales because nobody's buying from me and, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> You're not buying it. You're not yeah. buying the excuse, excuses, right? <laughs> like Exactly. I'm not buying the excuses at all. I've been telling them, no, work for it. Work hard for it. Do this and that. You know, I, I don't need to spoon feed, I don't need to spoon feed each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. no, like that <laughs> and they can believe you because they've seen you do it right <laughs> yes and i'm hands-on with everybody would you believe that i have people working for me i have my managers and supervisors but i'm still in uh, i'm still in doing the hands-on job i'm still communicating with all my franchisees checking on them supervising them giving them advices and tips every now and then so basically i'm not accepting any excuses if they're telling me that they don't get sales or if they're telling me that you know there's a lot of excuses i'm not buying those yeah <laughs> well and i think that speaks a lot to, to princess's unique proposition for herself is herself and her mistakes in yeah. terms of ascend marietta what what makes you stand out in in terms of differentiation in the market of people who are coaching and advising especially the franchisors yeah so I think I have uh, a uniqueness would be my uh, long operational experience. I spent mm -hmm. over 10 years, you know, shoulder to shoulder with franchisees, you know, sitting across the dining room table with them behind the counter in their stores, really supporting them through some really challenging times and, and some really good times too, celebrations as well. And it's often though the harder times where you learn the most. So, yeah. you know, really just that, that time, you know, time is, important when you're kind of in that space for that long you don't even know how much you know and I and I guess I kind of probably came to know that as I got into this consulting space but uh, I also uh, had the opportunity to not only do operational support but also franchise recruitment and selection I spent um, quite an almost as much time in that uh, type of a role as well so so I think what sets me apart is my experience, like real life franchise experience on mm -hmm. both sides of the business, if you will, because typically consultants are either advisory coaching on the operational system process side, or they tend to go the broker side and they're in the development space. So um, I, you know, I have a philosophy and a belief that if you can really show up and serve your franchisees and you've put together a really great proposition where they are making money and that you're making money and that, they, that you can manage their expectations around that, the whole recruitment side becomes a whole lot easier. And mm -hmm. oftentimes what we see is actually a reverse of that. Let's go to the market, let's you know get them all excited. Franchisees come into the system, the system process and the support isn't there. They're not getting what they were promised or what they were told they would get. 
And then when new leads come in, you know, they're validating, uh, self-validating against unhappy franchisees. So, so I would say if you fix this problem, if you fix the problem of, or they um, provide a, um, a model and a proposition, a value proposition to your franchisees, which puts them first and allows them to be able to make money and, and you've proven it out, then finding those franchisees and having them self-validate actually is an open, it's easy to grow your franchise system when that's done. So fix right. this problem and the other problem will take care yeah. of itself. So I, I also have a philosophy around showing the franchisees what they need to know and then helping them implement. Mm -hmm. So I don't, uh, I mean, I do some, you know, do it for you kind of work, but I am of the philosophy and belief that I can show you what you need to do. I'm here as a sounding board. I will lovingly hold you accountable as you implement, but you'll be a much stronger, viable and confident franchisor if you actually do the work yourself and learn the business from a new perspective and see the business from a different perspective. You know, I come in with a lot of objectivity because I'm not in the weeds of it and mm -hmm. can provide them with, you know, with a different take on it. So, so I would say that's kind of what I would say differentiates me. And, you know, I don't know, everyone said, you know, there's so many cliches. Oh, I'm really passionate about it, but I am, you know, I yeah. really enjoy helping them show up differently and build their confidence in the offering that they're bringing to market. And, you know, I'm happy to be behind the scenes, helping them with that part of the, the business so they can show up better, stronger, more confident for their franchisees. Great. Fred, do we need a commercial? We need a commercial. <laughs> and then we're, I, I, hmm. Well, I know that uh, I know that there are folks from the messages I'm getting in California that are definitely interested in your franchise. So you may have to pick it up a gear. Um, <laughs> two years. And with that will take a Again, thank the Link Local Network and say yes. For the rest of the show, you can call in at 323-580-5755 or you can go to the Pillars of Franchising website or the Link Local Network website and chat at me as many are or wherever we're broadcasting from and I'll still see that. So here we go, folks. Ever wonder how successful business people get educated about franchise business options? The Franchise Consulting Company is a group of over 100 franchise professionals with more than 2,000 years of franchise experience. We help our clients select and investigate franchise companies. And like a realtor, our services are free of charge to you. Our fees are paid by the seller. Reach out to us to learn more and get a free copy of the Franchise MBA, the number one bestseller and highest reviewed book on Amazon in the franchise category. Our website is thefranchiseconsultingcompany.com or feel free to call us on 800-321-6072. And as a reminder, when Nick was last on the show, he uh, he not only upped the ante of the uh, franchise consulting, sorry, the franchise MBA. Oh, he'll shoot me on that one. My copy? Um. He'll not only give you that, but give you a copy of, uh, sorry, free set of virtual reality goggles or gear, high tech stuff. We've been doing VR a lot lately, haven't we? So now we'll go down the rabbit hole, which if you're watching, you can see there's a really cool quantum black hole there. And um, 
if you're watching the uh, trailer, you can see that you can register your own uh, down the rabbit hole question by filling out the form at Pillars of Franchising. So, ladies. This is scary. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be on the other side now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the down the rabbit hole question. How will women react differently to men so a man could understand it when the zombie apocalypse actually starts happening? And the woman says, we're in the zombie apocalypse. We need to do something. <laughs> Can you ask that question again? <laughs> so the question is, is basically um, a woman and a man are standing together. And the woman realizes there's a zombie apocalypse and it's happening. What is she going to tell the man needs to be done? I know we're getting there. <laughs> what does she need to tell the man? Hold my beer. <laughs> you wait here. You wait here. I'll be back. <laughs> I've, I've, I've fell for that one before. <laughs> five days later they're carrying me away no. what's the plan i've heard that one before or <laughs> don't take that left turn there and go straight <laughs> princess you got any qu any comments uh, uh... Maybe I'll just leave the guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just going to leave him there to fend for himself. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Can I, can I ask that again? Can I answer that? I, I actually think there's always going to be lemonade to that. What's the new lemonade? That's kind of my, my question. You know, I would say, I wonder what's going to come of this that's going to be really good and amazing. And, and maybe make bets or take bets on what that might be when the zombies come. Wow, I think we should do a whole show on that. <laughs> we'll talk. I, I like that. All right, so um, we're coming close on time. So um, I'm going to get my Addison question in, and then Elizabeth gets to ask Ray's last question. Um, so... The reason I do what I do is is because of that um, two and a half year old uh, apple of grandpa's eyes, Addison. So my question to you is, <laughs> what advice would you give to my granddaughter on being successful in life? Who would like to go first? <laughs> uh, Marietta, can you go first? <laughs> You know what? Here's the deal. I think if she has a dream and a plan, she should do what she can to make that happen. And don't be afraid to ask for help if you need help along the way. Smart women ask for help. That's a good answer. Okay. And she can Is ask for grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ask for help. Okay. Uh, well, for me, I would tell your very beautiful granddaughter that um, I guess that you'd be better in it and uh, for it 
because in the end of the day, it's how you you are going to manage your business, and uh, you can't blame anyone else but you. So uh, make sure that you are one hundred percent up for the challenge, and that you are willing to be taught. You are willing to follow certain guidelines or company guidelines, and you know just listen to those people who are who are professionals because that will help you, especially to your grandfather, <laughs> to your grandfather. <laughs> Perfect answer. Yeah, I think if so I could you- add something that um, always uh, rings true for me is personal responsibility, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm responsible for my results, so I'm going to take the action or not, and I'm going to own the results regardless of what happens. Yeah, my very, my very responsibility. Bad. Yep, I love that. Well, the last question for each of you is: uh, if someone were to want to get in touch with you, how would they do that, Marietta? So you can find me at Marietta at ascendfranchise.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, Marietta Snetzinger, S-N-E-T-S-I-N-G-E-R. Happy to connect, have a conversation. And uh, if you want to give me a call, I am in Canada, but, um, you know, the phones still work here. Uh, 519-212-0309. 519-212-0309. Princess? Yes, um, I have a Facebook page for now because the website is still not uh, finished yet. So my Facebook page, it's uh, What's Your Flan Main. And I also do have my email address. That's What's Your Flan at Yahoo.com. And I also have a WhatsApp number. That's 63921-806-6492. And a Viber number that is 63916 Four nine seven eight eight seven six. So please feel free to message me or ask me any questions. I'll be more than happy to answer you all. And on that uh, comment, uh, I will. I would be remiss in our Ray duties if I did not make the comment of. And Fred, yes, Ray. I will get all those that information and get it on everyone's pages on the site. And then I would also be remiss. Uh, we went to commercial, but for not pointing out that uh, Ray is a staunch supporter of um, assisting with domestic violence awareness, as is all the Molly maids and uh, some of our highest listened shows have been about domestic violence awareness. So got to get that. We'll be back next week with more interesting graphics, more weird questions, and hopefully in general, (laughs) being entertaining and educating. (laughs) Be safe, folks, and have a great week. No one else can for you. Fearless, fearless, fearless.